Thank you for joining us for this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up Podcast. I am here with Anthony. He is going to talk about his experience with the cybersecurity graduate program. Welcome, Anthony. Hey, good morning. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of your professional endeavors and the educational journey that brought you to UMBC? Sure. So I actually did my undergraduate degree in information systems from UMBC. Um, so finished that in 2016. And right after that, I, during my time at UMBC in undergrad, I did a couple internships. It was a company called Ocera. Uh, they're a nonprofit. They were in Northern Virginia, supported the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, so we had a contract with them working on open source software regarding their hospital information system. Um, so I ended up out of college working there for four years. Um, and we our, our funding and our contract kind of whittled down in that last year. And we ended up um, shutting down the company. So in February of 2020, um, it was it was time to, to look for something new. Um, my, I guess, third year there, as I mentioned, things were kind of slowing down um, as we were looking for funding. Um, I had a little time on my hands, so I looked into graduate school, and that's what led me to the cybersecurity program. So I took uh, two and a half years uh, to, to complete the program. Um, but yeah, in February 2020, I, I was looking for um, employment. It was right before the pandemic, so I interviewed in person um, with the Office of Cyber Infrastructure and Computational Biology um, inside of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Um, so I, I became an IT uh, project coordinator um, in the project management branch of OCICB. And so I interviewed in person in like, on like March 3rd or something. And unfortunately, I haven't ever been in the office again. But, um, you know, very fortunately, I've been employed um, for the past year and a half and I'm really enjoying my time there. Um, and I've gotten to, to learn more. I, I was healthcare IT. And now this is very, um, you know, scientific research related uh, to information systems. So still right up my alley, um, but I'm really enjoying it. Oh, that's fantastic, Anthony. Really happy to hear that. Were you, so were you still in the graduate program when you applied to this particular organization? Yeah, so I was able to have it on my resume as completing in um, 2021. Um, so this, I, ha I was able to tell them, yeah, I'm in the middle of the semester right now. I've got two more to go and I'll have this, you know, cybersecurity degree. Um, including the certificate I was able to uh, complete. I'd love to talk about that at some point. I think that's a really big plus of the program. I was able to onboard a new job and, you know, complete, you know, the curriculum courses I needed to. Well, now that you mentioned it, let's jump into that whole certificate aspect of the program. What was it that appealed to you the most about that? Well, the way it's set up is, you know, you got your six core classes, and you got four electives, and it's up to you what you want to do with those four electives. So you can pick your certificate. Um, you could just take, you know, maybe two of one and two of the other, and not necessarily get that certificate, but get, you know, the knowledge and the diverse areas of uh, just exposure to everything. 
Um, but yeah, I decided to do the, I'm very policy-based. Um, so I felt like my information systems background kind of set me up to go policy management, you know, over uh, you know, technical operations. Um, so I ended up doing that. And yeah, it's nice to be able to have a, a certificate. And it really kind of, for me, um, made it feel like I, I went on a track, you know, so I, I was focused on the policy side of cybersecurity. Great. So in addition to your master's degree, you have a certificate as well. So you've got those two credentials that are really powerful when you get out there in the workforce. In terms of applying to the program, I always like to ask a lot of a lot of students, a lot of prospective students have this sort of maybe fear is might, might not be the right word, but maybe hesitation about applying to the program because there are many questions that run through a prospective student's mm-hmm. mind. And could you talk me through what that was like for you? Did you have a slight hesitation at all? And, you know, what was the, how did you overcome that? What was it that said, okay, I've, I'm going to do this because it's, it's totally yeah, worth you know, doing. Yeah, that's actually an easy one. I mean, I, of course I was, you know, worried about workload, um, you know, how I was going to pay for it and, you know, if, whether I was going to have the time and the, there was an open house. So I participated at the Shady Grove uh, campus and they had an open house one night. I showed up and I mean, I talked to the director of the program. I got to speak to a lot of students that I ended up, you know, in my intro classes with um, and other professors were there. So I, you know, they really sold it to me really just by telling me exactly what I was getting myself into and, you know, answering those questions, uh, whether it's the answers you're looking for or not, I think it, you know, figuring out the unknown helped me get to the point where, Hey, I want to get into this. Yeah. The questioning, the the questioning of the unknown is really important. That's critical thinking skills right right there. One-on-one, which is really important when you are a professional out in the world and being able to dive into that sort of analysis mode to be able to see, Hey, is this, you know, are these answers what I am looking for, not looking for? Is it okay if it's not what I'm looking for? And, you know, mm-hmm. did they address it in a way that made, made it seem like, well, that's even more important than what I thought. So yeah. those are all really important questions. I know for myself, I was uh, considering a graduate program last year, August 2020, and I had those same exact questions. I ended up talking with the program director, who I, whom I know very well because I market the program. But I also talked to some instructors in the program, and you know, I had questions, specific questions, the same thing about workload, about things of that sort. Am, am I? I haven't been to school in, th- gosh, thirty years. I'm aging myself, but it, it had <laughs> been thirty years. I'm a non-traditional student by those standards, and I was concerned. I haven't been in a college environment since 1997, and they assured me that this is all set up to help people succeed. Why did you choose the cybersecurity program? Because I, I, you did mention something about health information technology. And I know we do have a graduate program in that as well. So what did, had you looked into that? And was there something specific about the cybersecurity graduate program that made you say, this is the one that is definitely made for me? Yeah, there's a few things there, actually. Um, when I enrolled, I enrolled in the technical management um, degree. So I have uh, the project management professional certification. I've always been doing you know, project management for IT. And so I thought technical management, um, you know, that, that sounds like what I've been doing already. Let, let's get you know, 
further educated in it. And I was able to use my um, electives. So my first two semesters, I took you know two, a core class each semester in technical management and then an elective that could go towards uh, the cybersecurity policy um, certificate. And after the first year, I just, as much as I did love the technical management courses, I was sold in the, the cybersecurity program. So I made the switch. I ended up taking, I guess, an extra class. Um, but it was, I, it was definitely the right decision. It was something that they, they just pulled me in with my IT background already. Um, and I really can't imagine not doing the cybersecurity program at this point because um, just being an IT, IT project coordinator and implementing you know, policies from the government level, it's so cybersecurity focused that I would have been picking up on these things on the go when I really showed up with, you know, I'd completed at least three semesters, four semesters. Um, and I knew this stuff uh, just from talking to classmates and obviously the coursework. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I went from technical management to cybersecurity. What, what is it about the cybersecurity industry that you love the most? I think a, a lot of people, um, you know, love it some, some for that unknown. They hear things about it and it can be interesting. It can be intimidating. Um, but overall, it, it's really manageable, especially with this program. Um, you know, we had software engineers. We had political science graduates. You know, we had longtime, you know, other industry uh, professionals showing up to intro classes. And the professor, specifically in the intro, made it work for all levels of understanding because um, there is a lot of entry points um, in, in this program. And I, I think because it worked for everyone is, is one reason it worked for me because, um, you know, some people had to get up to speed on information systems. I didn't necessarily have to do that. So I was I was already looking at this, this, and this in the cybersecurity world. Um, but, at, you know, at the end of that course, we're all ready for the next one. Um, but I, I think for me, the, the big thing that I um, like about it is that I almost have to know it. <laughs> so I like having the education and not having to, you know, have my coworkers pick up my slack because I'm, I'm in this field that has now turned in to cybersecurity and information systems, not just developing IT systems. And it's getting embedded and, you know, for the better. Now, in your experience with going to graduate school, having your master's now with a certificate as well, do you feel that what you expected out of the program that you received? And secondly, are you glad, like, do you feel it's necessary for somebody in your field to have that advanced education? Well, I think it it's a leg up for sure, um, both resume wise and, you know, when you're hands-on uh, in, in your position. Um, you know, whether you get it on the job or, you know, through a, a program for me, I think I needed um, a degree program like this, even if I didn't get the degree, I mean, taking a few classes just would have been a, a huge help anyways. I wasn't getting the experience in my job. Um, you know, I had, we were looking for funding. So I was, you know, trying to compete contracts and, and do different stuff I'd never done before. It was, it was all fun. 
but you know, I, I would have felt a little left out applying for jobs um, doing IT project management when I had been a little bit distant uh, from it. But having this, I mean, it was really a side gig that I was learning, you know, intensive, you know, cybersecurity for IT. And um, I mean, it was, it was almost as good as experience, to be honest, whether, whether that said it on the resume or, you know, just how it translated to my day to day. Yeah. That applied factor of the program is really important. Yeah. It's very applied. Mm -hmm. Now what challenged or surprised you? once you started into the program, was there something that did do that to you? Yeah. The, the way the program is set up, uh, being a master's of professional studies, um, it implements the hands-on, um, experience. And a lot of that's done in a realistic setting, which is with a group of people. So learning to work, um, with a group of people, um, throughout the, the cybersecurity you know, MPS degree at UMBC really helped me translate that, um, to real world, world applications when I'm working in my job uh, with a group, you're delegating work, you're figuring out people's strengths and weaknesses. Um, a lot of people in the program didn't have that experience. I had some of it. Um, so people kind of fell into their roles and it really mimicked uh, a time where you're working on a project. Um, you got deadlines, you got things you got to accomplish. Um, you know, it's very realistic. That's a great answer. I, yeah, that, I, I couldn't agree more. It does mimic the real world. You're, you're doing projects that essentially you find out in the real world and they help you to find solutions by challenging you, right? To think outside of the mm. box and to come up with new strategies that otherwise you may nev never have come up with because it, it does challenge you to dig deeper and <laughs> find solutions to yeah, real world I find issues. it's a lot different than doing a group project in undergrad, I think everyone has a, a level of maturity and understanding because, you, know, um, you know, eight out of 10 people, I'd say, you know, has, have worked before full time. Um, so when you're working on a project, people take it as a job and, and it's definitely very different. What did you learn from your fellow students? I learned a lot from my fellow students. Um, the professors set it up in a way that they knew discussion was gonna bring out a lot of information for a lot of different people. Um, people with different backgrounds, some te technical, some non-technical, um, having discussions, people asking questions you didn't know you needed to ask. Uh, there was one course I had where just kind of as, as some you know, bonus exposure, we had a couple uh, presentations throughout the semester where uh, everyone picked a topic that kind of a, a trending cybersecurity issue, um, researched it, you know, for a few weeks and, you know, brought it to class and, and gave a, a quick presentation on it. And both through the presentations and then the follow-up discussion, I mean, I learned on topics. I learned how cryptocurrencies work, uh, quantum computing, I remember, um, things that, I don't know, I guess I could have read up on it for a few weeks, but, you know, having this understanding from a peer it really, you know, changed it for me. And um, yeah, I remember one professor just capitalizing on on everyone's experiences um, to provide education <laughs> to the rest of the class. 
There's really, it's not, it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't experience that peer-to-peer learning. It really is something dynamic that happens in the class when you have these critical discussions and you learn about, you kind of view the world through different lenses. And you wouldn't have had that opportunity unless you put yourself in that situation, that environment of those critical discussions with people from different perspectives. And there's a lot of value to be derived from conversations like that. Like you said, that you can't really pick up in a book. I mean, you can pick up some of it, but when you have that two-way dialogue, that exchange, it's rich. It's just full of just so, so much information and that that play on back and forth, that's where the real magic of a conversation takes hold and some really great insights. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know about it, I almost feel weird like I'm downplaying, you know, the, the coursework and professor's experience that they bring to the, uh, the learning process by talking about how great the peer-to-peer learning is. But it's true. It's just a, a great side effect of, of what you sign up for. And the best professors, you know, they leverage it. Speaking of best professors, could you talk a little bit about how the faculty engaged you all and what that was like with their support, their collaboration in your learning, things of that sort? Yeah, I I thought the professors in this program, um, I I think in, in my survey, I responded that the professors in this program were the best part, Uh, everything they can bring to the table, how they've refined uh, their curriculum uh, so that it, it's the most useful it can be to the students. Um, but they bring their real world experiences uh, to the classroom. And, and that was the most helpful thing for me. Um, almost every professor I had, I was able to relate to them, what they do, um, you know, the company they work for, um, my first professor in the cybersecurity program, I uh, worked at a company that I, I knew very well. I worked with at my old job. I interviewed with them. So asking about what he does and um, how, how the company was for him and how what we're talking about in the classroom um, relates to what they do. And if I was in an interview and I was talking about, you know, what I gained through this program, what would they want to hear? Um, and so he obviously taught us stuff like that. There was, I had another professor where I was in his class as I was interviewing at, at his organization. And I mean, I got so much good knowledge. You know how you're supposed to research the company before you, you know, read their whole website before you go in the interview. I was able to talk to someone there and, and you know, get more detailed questions that I could ask. Um, you know, government uh, employees that were professors, you know, they've seen this whole life cycle of, of IT and and where it's going, where it's been. Um, so all of that really played a good part um, in my learning experience. And uh, specifically the coursework, uh, you know, everyone can have their gripes when, when you're taking a course and, you know, there's mandatory assignments and everything. I never really felt um, I was doing busy work or it was something I, I didn't think was gonna further my education. It's really help, helping you succeed, um, you know, rather than check boxes. If you could talk to the person you were before you started this program, maybe the one who might've been a little hesitant about the workload and even the cost, if, if it was worth the investment, what would you say to that person right now? I would tell them, I'm not sure there's a, a better option. Um, I was, I'm in the 
the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Um, there's regional tuition. That's that's one cost thing that that saved me. I was living in Northern Virginia at the time. I'm I'm back in Rockville, but um, I didn't have to even think about that. UMBC was accommodating. Um, workload wise, it's it's meant for people that have full time jobs. I mean, every professor acknowledges it. If you can get to courses in person, um, I highly suggest it. There's you know, everything's pretty much after five or on the weekends. Um, but the, the hybrid and online are also, you know, great courses as well. So I would definitely tell them to go for it, you know, just jump in. If you got to start slow, start slow on whatever works for you. Um, for example, when I, you know, knew that I was going to be looking for a new job, I dropped a course. So I only had, I mean, looking for a job was like a full-time job. So I had one course I was doing rather than the normal two um and i still finish on time so uh, it's definitely flexible and my last question is what was your biggest takeaway from the program well my biggest takeaway from the cybersecurity program is uh, how doable cybersecurity is when you're actually in the program and you're in the world of cybersecurity it makes so much sense it, it's not you know wizardry and um, you know, I'm sure you make a lot of money someday, but it's it's so doable and it's interesting, it's engaging, and it's going to set you up uh, for opportunities in the future uh, because of uh, the importance and the immense opportunities that come along with it. I can't think of a better way to end this conversation <laughs> than on that incredible note. Cool. I, I want to thank you for being here with us today on UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about UMBC's graduate program in cybersecurity, please visit us at cyber.umbc.edu.